Hallo, ich Karl Etschel und das ist Teletext Leute Deutschland Spezial. This episode is covering a live working Teletext system, something that we've not enjoyed in the United Kingdom since 2012. So it's been a great pleasure to actually meet somebody who's running um, the Teletext service. This one's on ARD, the uh, Deutschland Ersten Teletext program. And I had the pleasure of speaking to Frauke Langut. Frauke tells us how she got into Teletext, um, how ARD actually runs today, and what the future holds for the Teletext service and Teletext services in general. So, without any further ado, let's crack on and go straight into the interview. Thank you for having me uh, in the podcast. It's really interesting. And I have a close bond to all the Teletext fans in, in the UK. So, um, I started working for ARD Text, which is the Teletext of the first nationwide program like ARD is like BBC it's a, a public broadcaster and we have a teletext um, at, in the first channel we call das erste um, we started 1980 and I started working there 2008 so it has been 14 years now that I work for teletext and it has quite a nice experience and a great time I had with Teletext. But when I started, I didn't know anything about Teletext, actually. I've never used it before. I did hardly know what it was. And I just agreed because for me, it was an opportunity to become head of a, a department. I was a normal editor before, and then I got this chance and I said yes, but I did not think much about what is Teletext. So I just said yes. Um, and I walked over to, to the Teletext department and I started really learning ev everything about Teletext. So my background is I'm a journalist. I, I work for a newspaper. I, I worked for a radio station, like 10 years radio. I shifted then to online. When, when online was new, when the internet was just developing, I was fascinated. And I worked for online and multimedia, how we call it in, in these days. And so I never had um, contact with teletext. And I didn't even work for, for television. I was more a radio person, actually. I liked radio a lot. So I started working at teletext and it was like a discovery for the first years. My colleagues in the department were really experienced. Some of them have had started in the 80s. Uh, actually. So they had a lot of knowledge about teletext. And it was always like me asking, how do you do this? What did you do then? How does it work? And uh, that technology is was also something new for me. I had worked in, in online. I knew what a content management system was. I had developed, not developed, but I was part of a project for a new online content management system. But then Teletext technology is totally different. And I had to learn a lot about technology. Um, so, but I, I liked learning. Uh, everything was new. But first I had to admit, I came from a background, I worked with images, I did a lot of Photoshop, I worked with sound, I worked with 
uh, with video. So then I had text and I was like, okay, no images. <laughs> I was really shocked first. And, um, but then I, I, I started to appreciate uh, what a great, I mean, what a great medium teletext is. It's, it's uh, text-based short news and um, ARD text uh, is offering mostly information about politics and about sports and also information about the program. This is, this, these are the contents people like most. They liked them 10 years ago and they still like this content most. And I, I learned, you know, how, how difficult it is sometimes to put the news on one teletext page. I think it's, it's really art. I mean, you have to be very precise. You, you have to work, work with words. You have to, to be careful, you know, one word can make a difference. And first I missed all these images in Photoshop, but now I, I think I learned a lot uh, working for teletext. Uh, my, I'm, I'm really good at grammar now. I see all the mistakes, you know, um, because I, I look at text every day. And of course, I'm in charge of, of the program. So I wanted to be without mistakes. I wanted to be correct. So I do also a lot of controlling what my colleagues are writing. I'm not writing the news. I'm, I'm more uh, supervising all the time. So I'm, I'm not really journalist anymore but i look at the what is in the teletext so and um i started really to like teletext and then i think to love teletext and um i i discovered um, uh, during the years what what possibilities possibilities do we have in teletext it, it seems so limited first you know you only have text you have only six colors you have limited space but then it's you can do a lot with these limitations and um, I, I grew really close to teletext I have to say and then we also had the chance to do interesting things I mean um, we we started for example doing art with teletext artists and this is something I mean normally teletext is about news and um, teletext used to have images in Germany but uh, when I started and um, the person who was in charge before me had already begun to eliminate images because images were just uh, instead of photos and this didn't work any longer. So we, we don't have a lot of images in our teletext, but then we do art. And this is a totally different story because then you can do really great art stuff with teletext, but it's not just a replacement for, for, for an image like in, on an online page. So I learned a lot in the last 14 years and I'm, I'm really happy that I took the chance uh, to do it when I was asked, will, will you be head of Teletext? So I said yes, and it was a good choice, I think, looking back. I mean, um, Teletext is, is quite conservative. So we have like, um, because I came from online, I was always comparing, you know, what is the difference between online and Teletext? And in online, you would have like a starting page and we have our page 100, which is our starting page. And um, what, you, what we offer there 
didn't change much in the last year. So we would have like the news, the international and ne uh, ne uh, German news from politics or also events or disaster, you know, and then we will have like, um, uh, we will have three lines for politics and news and then we will have like four lines for um, headlines for sports and then we also have the information what program is running right now and um, then of course we also um, have other offerings but I mean to, to be honest we we kind of came back to the basics and um, we we tried a lot of things we which we did in the last years but of course, um, like the BBC, money is getting tighter and we have to really say, what do we want to do and what can we skip, you know? So Teletext always uh, did have content when I started, which it doesn't have anymore because people changed, the world around us changed, the use of media changed. We, we really observe very closely what is going on and what is really good for teletext, you know? So for example, 20 years ago, they would have like lists of uh, phone call providers. You know, you could check in the teletext, uh, you wanna call the United States, then take this and this number. And if you wanna call the UK, take this and this number, this was like service, you know? But nowadays, nobody needs this anymore because you have a flat rate. You know, or we, d we do have a lot of weather informations, but of course we know that people ha now have apps, you know, and they can see the weather at their place. And you can't deliver this on a nationwide teletext service because um, the number of pages is still limited. You know, you have to decide what you offer. And this is, from my perspective, sometimes it's like, oh, you only have, I mean, it starts with number 100 and goes up to 899. So these are the pages you can use. And you can, of course, have what we call sub pages to each page. But this doesn't make sense because then the teletext goes, gets very slowly, you know. So you're limited in your space. You have to decide what you want to offer. Uh, but this is also an advantage because we don't have any trash. <laughs> I mean, it's just, and we don't have an archive. So all the news in Teletext are new. They are relevant. And if they're no longer new or relevant, then they're gone, you know, and they don't uh, fly around in the endless internet, you know, uh, it's just, it's just for the moment. So the more I learn about Teletext, I like all the ideas which are connected to this medium. It's, it's very pure. It's ecological because it doesn't leave any news waste. You know, you just have the news you can read now, which are important for now. And I always, I think, or my colleagues, we talked about this. If there wouldn't be such a service like Teletext, maybe somebody would have had invented it now because the, the it's 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 such a brilliant idea, you know, to offer news in this format. But of course, during the time we watched um, online pages growing, you know, news pages growing. We watched Twitter. Twitter was very close to Teletext first because it was limited when it has uh, only, I think, 140 um, si signs you could use, characters, you know? So they you had to limit yourself in Twitter as well, like we do in Teletext. 
So there's always features about Teletext, which I think are still really great. It's, it's a very um, pure, compact form of information. But of course, it's not for everybody. That's also, you know, there is a tendency people want news to be more entertaining or more snackable or more bits and pieces, you know. And of course, if you want this kind of information or maybe it's not really information, it's entertainment, then you wouldn't be interested in, in pure news. So teletext is not for everybody, I, I would say. But um, we, we brought the teletext also to the internet. We have an online version of teletext. We have one version which looks like the classical teletext. And then we have another version which is more modern. And it's, also, it's for mobile phones. And it's also an app. You know, it doesn't look like the old style teletext. And um, you can download the app in the App Store and also for, for Android smartphones and then we get the feedback of the users this is really great this is doesn't i mean it only takes like two minutes to be informed you know you don't have to scroll and to decide and to click it's just like you can tank uh, the news but of course um i mean these are people who want this kind of information other people don't want it no longer or never have wanted it and this of course you also have to face i mean teletext was really really successful in germany because um, the teletext decoders were in all the tv sets still are actually so we would have like a coverage of 95 99 percent of all tv sets are able to display teletext but of course some people don't know what teletext is. This is typical reaction I get. Some people say teletext, I have never heard of it. And others say, oh, it still exists. You know, and I say, yes, it still exists. And of course, we do have our D-text has the broad, the audience. If you take all the people who use teletext, you would, it would sum up to 19 million people you know, who get in contact with, with ARD text. This is quite a lot. It's still a lot. But um, of course, they don't use it. Not everybody uses it every day. They they use it once in a while. I mean, they get they, they use it, but it's maybe they are no longer heavy users. And of course, we know that the people who use Teletext are mostly born, they might be around 50, 60, 70 now, and we don't get any young people, you know, and, and this is really a problem. We, we can't get young people to use teletext. And it, it's not because of teletext, it's because a lot of them don't use television anymore. You know, they, they watch the content of television in the, as video on demand service. And the video on demand service is not connected to the actual uh, to the daily the, to the things which happen daily you know teletext was always connected to real life to to the now you know and if you watch a tv show on video on demand you can do it tonight or tomorrow and you do it on your own schedule but then you are not necessarily connected to the news world so this connection gets lost and so how long will teletext be around and will it be around for be around forever and I think, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a hard question. A lot of people like teletext in Germany. They're, they're fans 
will say it's it's super ret retro but it's 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 they say it has to stay it's so great but of course if you if you don't get any young if you don't reach the young audience then it might be a problem and the, on the long run but it's not our problem only from teletext it's the problem of all the media i'm sure bbc does an effort to reach younger audiences which are not socialized with with, with tv like we were i mean we we always had this a little bit of, of trouble that people would tell me teletext looks so old and i would say no i mean it's it's new <laughs> the content is not old at all it's a new thing you can get and teletext is still very fast you know if you can uh, it's 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 faster to write a headline in teletext and to publish it than to do it online actually you know because the technology is very fast um so i mean i i make a correction in the teletext in the the same second it's on the tv so it's really fast but um so the content is new, but online was on the rise and um, the colleagues, everybody wanted to be modern. So they said, um, no, we don't talk about teletext anymore, you know. So it's kind of we were in a shadow maybe. Yeah, mm. but I found this on the other hand, it was a great time for us because we were not on the spotlight. So we had the freedom to do a lot of things at our ARD text, you know, I could say I'm doing an art exhibition and we, we could just do it, you know, so we didn't have to ask like 500 people, can we do this, you know, <laughs> because this is when you are in the spotlight, everybody wants to talk about it. So we had a lot of freedom to do great things, in my opinion, and we did this together with the colleagues from Switzerland and the colleagues from Austrian Teletext. And we were in contact with the Finnish Teletext and we had meetings with with our all the colleagues from Teletext. So that was sometimes it was easier because not everybody was looking at you, you know, and we still have uh, I mean, we have a lot of people who still use teletext to write us letters if something is something is wrong. And and I mean, of course, some of them are getting old, of course, but they still pay. So they're, they're also part of the audience, you know, and uh, I think some uh, some people are really would really miss teletext if it wouldn't be around. So, yes, I think, um, you know, be, being in the UK, there are people um i know that obviously you know teletext hasn't been um here since 2012 um but there are people who are more more senior and and, and older in their years that would still know off by heart the uh, page numbers for yeah. the football league tables and the cricket scores and the weather and um the you know pe people um in fact the red button service that we had here that superseded the um the, the teletext um they did revert to using the classic page numbers so the existing teletext users um which were the audience for the new um dvb sort of um service um could find what they were looking for yeah i think the the numbers are actually a great invention because it's like always say like short links you know, if you know the numbers, you can get the information so fast. Other, and it's it's I would say sometimes faster than if you take take your iPhone, you scroll, you search, you click. You know, if you know the numbers, you can be there really fast. And our mobile app is very small. It it's just some some 
bytes, you know, so you can go in Germany, the coverage uh, for mobile phones is not good at all parts still. It's not great in some parts of Germany. Or if there are many people around, you know, if they gather in Berlin and everybody's watching uh, the world championships, then you have no reception. But still, um, the teletext signal gets through because it's just so small, you know. So this is also an advantage. And I I don't know, in, in, in times of crisis, we don't know what what would will tv be working will there be electricity will there be mobile service you know but when the internet breaks down hopefully there will be teletext you know so but of course it, it, we, we are not i mean we we watch what is going on in the media world we try to find what is a special benefit of teletexts you know and um you i think you were interested also in in our page 777 which was like the the idea to bring twitter uh, tweets from Twitter to the linear program to the teletext. Mm. So we had like a live commentary. We did this for like six, seven years, uh, special shows and people would twi use Twitter for, to communicate. And then, then we would choose the best tweets or just tweets and then uh, broadcast them in the television. And I think this was also a great idea to connect the linear TV with Twitter. Um, it was like uh, people talking about what was, what was going on right now in TV. And this was possible because uh, Teletext is so fast, you know? So, but actually we stopped doing this. I mean, we, we had, we, we always think uh, we did this for a long time. We'll be, we'll be, continue doing it and then we said no just let's take a break we did this for a long time we will see if we do something new or something else but we also had to concentrate you know on on our uh, core topics like the news mm, yes i i, I watched the tele twitter um handle um from afar and i just thought it was just an excellent use um, um of, of teletext um, because it was a way of uh, people to use modern technology to interact with um, with the older technology and perhaps um, increase the take up a bit as well of it. And some of the tweets um, were, were were very fun. I think um, the sort of programs that they were on were sort of like um, sort of murder murder programs and things. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. We have every Sunday. We have a, a classic. It's a it's a murder drama every Sunday. So there is. There is the audience who likes this and they like also uh, Twitter and some of them even wrote, so I'm, I'm posting this on Twitter, maybe my parents will see it on Teletext. So I thought that was, was great, you know, like the older generation was watching Teletext and the young and watching if their sons would post something, you know, about uh, the show, what was going on. So it was like a layer of opinion you would have in TV mm. and, and um, also with the art, you know, I, I always liked the idea that you would use the TV as a museum, but it's in every household, you know, everybody could see this. So it's, it's, it's free, you just sit on the couch in the morning or in the night, you turn it on, you don't have to go to a museum or to a gallery. And um, these, these artworks looked 
uh, especially great on the TV, actually. I mean, you, you can see it on the web page, but when you have a big screen and it's dark and it's really glowing, you know, the colors are, are really bright in teletext. You would have magenta or, um, or cyan, as we say, um, um, then it's, it's, it's really great, I think. It's very special, you know, like special moments in, 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 in history of art or whatever. So um, I, I wish that more people would appreciate it. We tried to attract the art scene, uh, you know, the real art people in Berlin. And it was so funny because one day I walked, uh, I saw a little gallery and I walked by and said, oh, this is still a text. And I went inside and, and they had actually found somebody in Italy who has started to do teletext art and they presented it in their, their very fancy gallery. So that, that was really great. You know, video art, electronic, electronic art is still a, a niche. It's a new kind of art. So, and it's, I think it's great what we did. I mean, a lot of people from the UK were part of it, but from other countries as well. And they produced really great things uh, for, uh, for teletext. We, we had, what we did lately was looking back in the history of teletext and we had we, uh, a guy from um, uh, Turing, he contacted me and he said, um, I lived in the GDR and we happened to have a, um, um, a, a video recorder, you know, mm. so he, he would tape the, the TV shows from the West. And in, on the tapes, on the VHS tapes, he would have the teletext from that time. And he learned how to extract it. I think he got in contact with you or other people in UK as well. And it was so great what he found on these old tapes, you know, it was like, like a time capsule, you know, and, and then we rebroadcasted some of the old news. And the news were different in that time. Even the wording was different, you know, but it was originally from the 80s. Um, I mean, he started doing this in 88 and 89, around uh, the time of the fall of the wall. So it was really great what he discovered on his tapes, you know. So we had this exhibition. We did this in spring. I think it was great. And um, of course, we have a question, can we preserve this somehow? Is there a place, an archive, you know, who would be interested? Media history, this is, this is, I think it's really valuable. But so far, it's, it's not organized, you know, that somebody says, I, I want to preserve this. Mm -hmm. And one day you won't be able to recover from the VHS tapes, you know, they are no longer now. Now we take screen, screenshots or, um, but we are not doing the archiving ourselves right now. Mm -hmm. So I, I also liked that people were approaching us, you know, and it was like a community effort. People were doing this. It's not ART paying or saying do this and this, but people came up and say, I'm interested. How does it work? So, and then teletext is, is kind of approachable, you know, mm -hmm. Um, I know that people did teletext with Raspberry Pis. You know, they made, made their own teletext. So it's 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 interesting from a lot of um, different point of views. Teletext from the technical, but also from the content, media history, real history, <laughs> German history, whatever, and and also from the artistic point of view.
Yes, certainly. It's um, it, Teletext does have a broad church of people. We got the um, the archaeologists, the archivists, the artists, yes, the journalists, <laughs> the historians, and um, it, it it it's really um, it, it's a very it's a very big boat with with many people in it. Um, would I just be able to ask you a question about you? Um, you said about somebody who was in the GDR um, at the time uh, when when the, when Berlin was um, divided and and the country divided into east and west. Um, for someone to have a teletext um, set in in the east, uh, were, were, was there any any way that the um, that that the uh, GDR would try and block TV signals so people couldn't use the teletext? Uh, that's interesting. I don't think so. I mean, because when you when you could watch the 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 West German program, you could also read the teletext if your if your TV set would be able to do so. Not not all in the eighties, maybe not all the TV sets were able to do so. The GDR did not have have a teletext. They they did some testings. And, um, and this guy, uh, he also recorded some of the tests. That, that's also great. But uh, when the war came down, they didn't start a teletext, you know, so they never actually had one. They did tests, but uh, it was a Western technology. Mm. And I, I have to talk to a colleague. I think one colleague told me once uh, he was user of teletext even then, you know, in, in the GDR. So. Uh, I don't think they specially blocked um, the teletext, and I don't know how you could do it. I think they they never could really. I mean, in some parts of the GDR, you could not receive Western radio or Western television, but they couldn't block it. I mean, West Berlin was in the center, and you know the waves are kind of free, so so the information was already there. And they they even had a program in the GDR television broadcasting things we were broadcasting, but then saying now you see how bad it is in the <laughs> in the western part of germany so there were, were many efforts you know uh, to to but the things which were happening in the west were not a secret actually to the people in the east i think yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right i mean um maybe it's also interesting that in germany we have um we have a it's um it's a federation, so we have Länder and uh, all the Länder which are parts of Germany, but they are like Bavaria, for example, or Brandenburg, and they do have their own teletext. You know, they have their own uh, broadcast channel in TV and they have their own teletext. So you would have like our ARD text where I work. It's a nationwide teletext and the focus is international news and nationwide news. And the, you would also have a Brandenburg uh, or now a Berlin and Brandenburg uh, TV channel, which has regional news in the teletext. So you have many teletexts in Germany. You could choose between nationwide teletext. Also, we have the second program, we have private channels like Pro7, Sat1, they all still have teletext um, and they're pretty much alive. And um, so there are many teletext 
in, in Germany, many different offerings, and you can get very good regional information from your regional teletext. And of course, we all work together. Uh, we are connected and uh, the teletext content management we have is so modern that we can give the other teletext content. For example, we are covering the World Cup now and all the other teletext, if they like, they can get the content from us. We, we deliver teletext pages directly to them, which is like a content exchange. And we also import data from other um, um, uh, departments in the ARD, like uh, Sportschau, which is a sports channel online, and uh, Tagesschau, they give, give content to us. So we work actually like a content, little content network uh, in teletext. I mean, it's it's like if you have in Bavaria, if you have bad weather, then you get really good regional information there, which are not interesting for the rest of the population. But I would always go to to the regional channel, you know, to get the information to the place where I'm, where I'm staying right now. Mm. But I mean, we work together, and we have we what we what we are talking about the teletext. We call it the classical teletext because it's it's the it it hasn't changed, you know, since the start. But everybody's also working on the new teletext. What could the new teletext be? And you mentioned red button service, which is something we do have here now. Uh, as well. Uh, it's based on a technology, it's called HBB-TV, which is hybrid uh, broadcasting broadband television. It's combining internet and television. And uh, ARD text is on HBB-TV red button since, I think, since 2009, 2010, like for 12 years now. And uh, when you have a television in Germany, you, you, you press the button for the teletext and first comes the new teletext. And if you push it another time, second time, you get the classical teletext. So we, we do offer this parallel right now and people can have the choice and the modern teletext, the content is, is exactly the same. We only produce it once and deliver it to the different platforms. Um, and the modern teletext, of course, you can, for example, um, change the color scheme. You know, if you have problems seeing uh, with your eyesight, then you can enhance it, you can enlarge it, you can kind of personalize it. And it, of course, it has a modern look compared to old, the classical teletext. And when we developed this, we found that the classical teletext the information is so dense, you know, you have like pages like page 200, which is the sport, the starting page of sports, and you have so much information on one page. And if you do this in the, the new look, look and feel or the modern style, uh, you can't put so much information on one page. No, this is a real problem. People use teletext, they really know to, uh, every color has a meaning, you know, every position has a meaning. And when you do it now with a new version, you see, oh, I can't put like 20 links on one page. You know, I can put 20 page numbers on one page in the classical teletext. I can't do it in the modern teletext. So so we are. We, I'm still fascinated how dense the information 
how dense teletext has grown actually and people know people who know how to use it they're they're very good you know they know where to find things of course if a person has never used teletext he or she might be confused you know what is this all these numbers i don't get it you know what what means forward and backward and the color and why is this now pink and why is it yellow but every color has a meaning in classical teletext but of course we said we have to be prepared because even if the technology is very stable, uh, maybe one day all the people who worked in teletext might retire, you know, so and, and all the knowledge might be gone one day. Um, like in my department, I told you when I started, I had these colleagues who had started in the 80s and like three, three of them or four of them actually retired in the in the last years you know and it was it was not possible to to get all the things they know uh, to to transplant to an, to a new person you know so i'm afraid that um knowledge might get lost like my i have a colleague who really started as an editor but he was also doing graphics it was his job to do graphics he worked with a, a teletext uh, program to do graphics and now in my department I, I this knowledge is lost i don't i don't think anybody would be able to do this now you know so we have to face that maybe one day all the people who invented teletext who who knew it by heart who knew everything might be gone and um and also the technology around you know um, i mean we work with modern computers but they still have to work with the teletext system and so I'm sure the system will work on, but maybe our uh, ecosystem will change in, in ARD. So this this is also something we, we think about, you know, how long can we keep on doing this the way we do it now? But, um, yeah, so how is um, how are the Teletech services funded? Are, are they privately funded or do they rely on advertising? Um, I mean, as I'm working for a public broadcaster like ARD, ZTF and all the regional channels, they don't have advertisement in, in teletext. Uh, sometimes we get uh, questions. Some, sometimes people ask us, can we, can we put advertisement in your program? But we are legally not allowed uh, at the public uh, service, but the private teletext, they have advertisement um, because they're private, of course. So we are funded by the license fee. You know, we get a part of that what everybody is paying for television, for radio, for online. Uh, a small amount goes to teletext. And I think we are doing a lot. As I told you, we're giving content to everybody um, in my department. I mean, we also do the subtitling for the hard of hearing, which was a key feature of teletext. I learned that Teletext was invented because they wanted to have the possibility to make subtitling for hard of hearing and deaf people. And uh, we still do this. We do live subtitling. Um, and I think we do a lot for for ARD. Um, but uh, of course, we, 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 we with, with um, not a small amount of money, but with, uh, I think we do a lot with the money we get, so, so to say. Mm -hmm. 
I think Teletext has always been full of surprises for me. So I'm I'm still looking around and I'm saying if we get a good idea what we can do. One thing which came to my mind lately is that we have a lot of uh, the news are getting really what what I say we have hard news, you know, and I was said maybe we should have a good news, you know, one one teletext page reserved only for the good news of the day. Maybe um, that would also be really nice, you know, to have a, like a special page and then you can look at this and say, this is one good news, you know, the, the, the news show is bringing I mean, we have war, we have ecology crisis, you know, but then we have one good news that would be, for example, one thing I would like to do, but I'm still looking around, you know, I'm watching and if something interesting comes up and we can integrate it in our teletext, then um, we are we are still open for it. So I don't think that all aspects of teletext have been covered yet. I think there might still be surprises. So, so I think this will still be fun working for teletext and um, I think all, all the people who work in my department really like teletext. They they do it. We do it actually from the heart, you know. So and I feel that the people who use teletext also like teletext. They have a, I mean, it's for some of them it's really like a bondage, you know. Mm. So it's it's made from the heart, and I I think some people really like it and appreciate it and. If they write us, we always write back. So we have a very good relation to the people who get in contact with us. We have in Germany is that the news, they are very, um, uh, how can I describe this? I mean, teletext is always very serious, you know, no emotions, you know, and a lot of news, they, they are really getting really hot and engaged and there's discussion and, you know, and small things get really big, like, like a um, shitstorm on Twitter, you know, mm -hmm. so I think, and, and we, what we are doing our text is we're always very calm. Yeah. We, 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 we never have emotions in our texts, you know, so, and we had this image that we are like a lighthouse in a, in a very, um, like in the waves, the media waves, you know, but when you go to ARD text, everything is on the same page, you know, you know, the numbers, it's still there, you can rely on it. Every morning we have the news of the day, the dead of the day, the birthdays of the day. And sometimes I think it's also good that we, that we offer this, you know, we are not in this excitement of news. We are just very calm and reliable. So sometimes I think it's also good to have something like this, you know, so, this, yeah, this like... is what I really liked about teletext. I didn't, I didn't expect when I started uh, working with teletext that there would be an international crowd, you know, and I like what you do in, in the UK and people are so enthusiastic, you know, because you don't have teletext anymore. We still have it. You know, so I think I, I tell the people when I'm on Twitter, like, like your teletext now, it's still there. <laughs> you know, yes. you, you don't start liking it when it's gone. You'll be sad. Mm -hmm. So I like, I think it's great. But 
This is something I had never expected when I walked over to Teletext and started my job there. So this was a great gift, you know, to be in contact with all the people internationally and talk to them. And I enjoyed it very much. I still enjoy it very much. No, no, no problem at all. So if I, I'll say uh, uh, Dankeschön and auf Wiedersehen. Ja, Dankeschön und auf Wiedersehen nach England. Vielen Dank, ja. It was an absolute pleasure to speak with Frau Kalangut about ARD Text, and I hope one day we can speak more about Teletext on future podcasts. Uh, you can find out more about ARD Text and actually see a live running Teletext service on the um, online. If you're not in Germany and you can't press the text button, it can be done anywhere. Go to ard-text.de and that will get you to the Das Erste uh, teletext page which is um, always worth a look it's got a uh, navigation uh, page on it and um, you can have a look at the um, you can look at the live teletext as, as it's uh, as it's happening from ARD thanks very much for listening and as ever if you feel that you want to contribute uh, to help out with the um, supporting this podcast you can do by buying me a Kofi those um the address to do that will be in the notes of this podcast if you want to contact me you can get me at teletextar on twitter you can email sunspotstories at gmail.com you can also join the discord um, and if you want to get a discord invite just hit me up on a message and i'll send you the link so once again thanks very much for uh, listening to the podcast Teletext People is a bite high no limit production that is presented by me, Carl Atrell. So, until next time, keep it blocky.